Hey, thank you for listening to Real Faith Radio, presented by Praise Chapel Las Vegas. You can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, and wherever podcasts are streamed. You can also visit PraiseChapelLasVegas.com and follow us on social media at PC Las Vegas to stay connected with PCLV. Thank you again for listening. Here comes today's message. You guys are here looking good on a Wednesday night. Come on, somebody air high five yourself. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Tonight, amen, we got to understand, church, that, that as we, as disciples of Jesus Christ, we cannot let fear, listen, we cannot let fear drive us. Amen. We must step out. Somebody say step out. We need to step out in faith and trust God in some things. Come on, those things that are uncertain, those things that uh, uh, sometimes, you know what, uh, you're, it's kind of afraid to step out or it's, it's, you don't have a clear understanding or there's no clarity on it. There are times, church, that we're going to have to step out in faith and trust God. Can somebody say amen? amen? Come on, fear. I'm here to let you know that fear will cripple us and stop us from growing and doing, listen, what God is telling us to do. Remember that God is looking for some fruit. Remember that sermon? God is looking for, for some fruit in the house, amen. And so if fear comes into our lives, it will stop us from producing, amen. So one of the definitions of fear is this, that of a reverence or uh, uh, reverence or all, especially towards God, amen. So we know that there's a fear that means a reverence or an awe. Amen, that we have towards God. But that's not the fear I'm talking about tonight. The fear that I'm talking about is the definition is to be afraid of. To be afraid of. Amen. So can you can you put my mic just a little? Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. You guys hear me now? Amen. Come on. We should not fear. Can somebody say amen? Come on. We should not be afraid. Why? Because the Lord is with us. Come on, is the Lord with you? Is he with you out there? Come on, he's with us, amen. And so fear should not be inside of us. We should not be afraid. Romans chapter 8, 31 says this, If the Lord is for us, who can be against us? Hebrews chapter 13, verse 5 and 6 says this, For he himself has said, I will never leave you nor forsake you, So we may boldly say the Lord, somebody say the Lord, the Lord is my helper and I will not fear what can man do to me. Amen. Come on, the Lord is our helper. So if we know that he is for us, church, and we know that he won't leave us nor forsake us and that he is our helper, can somebody say amen? Come on, we've got to remember Pentecost, right? Remember on Sunday, amen, Pentecost, he sent the Holy Spirit to what? To help us, amen, and to dwell within us because why? We are the temple of the Holy Spirit. When the Holy Spirit comes upon us, when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, amen, he says that he will fill you with what? Power. Come on, I don't know about you, but he, he doesn't fill us with fear. Hello. He fills us with power. He fills us with 
confidence, amen. It's a, a dynamic power. It's a, an explosive power, amen. That fear is no way can creep in inside a person filled with the Holy Ghost. See, Acts chapter 1 verse 8 says this, But you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. I, I don't read anywhere in the Word of God, I don't read anything in this book, amen, that tells you that fear comes upon you, that God gives you fear. Come on, God does not give us fear, He gives us power. Can somebody say amen? amen. So fear, listen, should not be a resident in your life. Come on, fear should not live inside of us. Come on, we should not be afraid. I'm not saying that there are, are, are emotions, there are, are certain things that will catch us off guard, that will kind of frighten us for a bit, but it cannot stay there, church. you got to understand that the spirit man that's inside of each one of us, if, it's, if we're filled with the Holy Ghost, there's a power that lies inside of us that will push away fear, that will push away uh, being afraid. Can somebody say amen? amen? But you have to work at it. Look at your neighbor and say, you got to work at it. Come on, you got to work at it. Come on, it, this, this does not come just automatically. Though it, when it comes upon us, it can empower us, but you got to activate it. You got to keep it going, amen. It's not, it's not like, a, like a switch that you turn on that it just comes on. It should be living inside of you. And so if it's active, it's always there. Come on, it's like if you want some muscles, you got to work out, right? You can't just work out one time and, all of a sudden, and then all of a sudden a week later go, look at my muscle. It's not going to pop out no more like it would. Now, you keep on working out. Let me tell you, it will stay pumped up. Can somebody say amen? amen. Come on. It will stay ready. You're alert. You're ready to go. Amen. The, the Holy Spirit lives inside of us, but you got to activate it. you got to work at it. you got to work at this relationship. Come on. Is anyone hearing me tonight? Yeah. So you got to work at it. That's why it says in 2 Timothy, and I want to use this passage here to help us out tonight. 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 6, it says this, This is why I remind you to fan into the flames the spiritual gift of God. Come on, you have to work at keeping the fire burning, amen. Come on, how many know that we have the Holy Ghost fire, right? The fire came upon the those that were in that upper room, amen. Uh, I said like a, a, a flame that set upon them, that empowered them, amen. So Paul here is speaking to Timothy and he says, son, you're going to have to fan it into the flame if you want to stay fired up. You have to fan it into the flame if you want to use the gift that God has given you, amen. Come on, you have to fan it in. you got to work at it to keep the power. Somebody say power. The power within us. Come on, church. It's a Wednesday night. Get a little excited. Amen. Hallelujah. Let the people know there's something happening right here at PCLV. Amen. Come on. We didn't come back to be quiet. Amen. We came back to be radical. We came back to do something for the kingdom of God. Amen. So let's get radical. Amen. Because let me tell you, there's an enemy out there. Amen. That has a loud voice. And if we're not using the power within us, church. We are going to be timid. No. We're going to be fearful. No. We're going to be afraid. No. <laughs> so what you got to do? You got to work at it. Yes. You got to fan it. That's what he's telling Timothy here. You got to fan it into the flame. You got to keep the fire burning. You got to keep the power within us. See, the Holy Spirit was promised. 
Come on now. Jesus told them what was to come. He told them what was going to happen to him. He says, I'm not going to leave you as orphans, but I'm going to send you. The, the, the Father says he's going to send a promise, a helper, the Holy Spirit to help you and I. He's going to teach us. He's going to be a, a friend to us. He is a spiritual gift to us with power. Come on, somebody. And he builds us and he gives us gifts, listen, to build up the body the church. See, each one of you here has gifts. He does. There are gifts that God is, uh, the Holy Spirit has distributed to you guys to help build the body. But we have to work at maintaining it. And here Paul tells or reminds Timothy, you got to fan it into the flames. Another translation says you got to stir up the gift. Come on, somebody say, stir it up. Stir Come it up. on, stir it up. You got, you got to stir up the gift, amen. You got, you got to make something happen. You got, that means it's a work, amen. The stirring is something that you got to do. Uh, come on, you got to stir it up, you know. Uh, uh, and, and as you do that, you got to stir this gift up. If you want to remain, listen, full of power. If you want to stand in victory, church, uh, come on, you need to fan it and you need to stir it. Can somebody say Amen. See, Paul here was encouraging young Timothy to persevere. How many know that we need to persevere during these times right now? Come on, if there's not a, a go inside of you, if there's not a, a, a jump inside of you, if there's not something moving you forward, church, then you got to check yourself if the Holy Spirit's really inside of you. Because the Holy Spirit doesn't just sit. The Holy Spirit is active. Uh, the Holy Spirit is dynamic. Uh, the Holy Spirit is out there. Uh, come on, he's full of power. He's not afraid. There is no fear, amen. He wants to get some work done. Come on, how many need some work in your house? How many need some work in your life? Come on, somebody. Come on, we need the Holy Spirit. Somebody say, Holy Spirit, come. Holy Spirit, come. Holy Spirit has to come and live inside of us. And, and, and here Paul's encouraging Timothy, persevere. Keep on pressing. Keep on going forward. Keep on doing what you need to do. Amen. Uh, he encouraged Timothy that he needed, listen, self-discipline in order to hang on to the truth. Come on. You need some self-discipline. Amen. What, what does that mean? That means you need to pray yourself. That means you need to read your word. That means you've got to discipline yourself in the kingdom of God. Amen. Come on. If you don't do those basic things, you'll die. You, you have to discipline yourself. You can't wait for pastor to come bring a message to help you. Come on. Each time we come here, I'm encouraging you, just as Paul is encouraging Timothy here, but he's telling them, when, you, when I'm done with you, when I finish talking with you, let me tell you, you need to fan this in. You're going to have to stir this up yourself. Because how many know that pastor's not going to be there all the time? Come on, somebody. Come on, you can call on the phone, and sometimes, you know what? The phone won't, will keep ringing, amen, and all you hear is a voicemail. And what are you going to do now? Come on, you got to learn to stir it, amen. You're going to have to learn to fan it in. You have to learn to, to stand on your own feet. Come on, somebody. And you're going to have to learn to fight. You're going to have to square off your shoulders and say, come on, devil. My pastor's not here right now. My pastor's wife's not picking up her phone, amen. It's time for me and you. I know what to do. And then in the name of Jesus, amen, I, I command you to you start rebuking. You start doing whatever you need to do, church. Uh, come on, you got to fan it. Sometimes you, you just gotta you gotta get desperate. Can somebody say amen? amen? 
Tell your neighbor, hang on. Hang on. Come on, hang on. Let me tell you, hang on to the truth, church. Because it's a truth that what? Sets you free. You, you got to hang on to the truth. Come on, God is, Paul is telling them, he's encouraging him here. That you know what, you got to be self-disciplined, Timothy. You're going to have to hang on to the truth. because It's the truth that will set you free. It's the truth that will empower you. See, the Holy Spirit, tell them, if you do that, the Holy Spirit will go with you wherever you go. And give you power to stand. Can somebody say amen? amen. Power to persevere, church. If we're going through tr struggles in our walk, if we're going through areas that where we're feel, feeling fearful or afraid, then we gotta, we got to make sure that the Holy Spirit's inside of us. You know? you got to make sure that you're full of power, that you're, you're, you're confident, but sometimes you got to remind yourself with the truth. And that's where you got to get into God's Word, or, or you got to meditate on the Word of God, or, or those words that you know that help you through. you got to start to repeat those. You're going to have to start to shout those out to your situation and to your circumstances, church. The Holy Spirit gives us power to persevere. Can somebody say amen? amen. But you got to use your gifts. See, when you use your gifts that God has given you, then you will find that God will give you the power through the Holy Spirit to accomplish whatever task that he assigns to you. See, God gives all his disciples, every Christian, gifts. Listen, gifts to are to be used to build the church. In 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 4, let me show you these gifts. And it says this, that there are different kinds of spiritual gifts, but the same Spirit is the source of all of them. There are different kinds of service, but we serve the same Lord. God works in different ways, but it is the same God who does the work in all of us. A spiritual gift is given to each one of us so that we can help each other. To one person, the Spirit gives the ability to give wise advice. To another, the same Spirit gives a message of special knowledge. The same Spirit gives great faith to another, and to someone else, the Spirit gives the gift of healing. He gives one person the power to perform miracles, and another the ability to prophesy. And then He gives someone else the ability to discern whether a message is from the Spirit of God or from another spirit. Still another person has the ability to speak, in unknown languages, while another is given the ability to interpret what's being said. It is only the one and only Spirit, which is the Holy Spirit, who distributes all these gifts. He alone decides which gift each person should have. Amen? See, the spiritual gifts that are given uh, to each person is given by the Holy Spirit. There are special abilities that are to be used to minister to the needs of the body of believers. Come on, those gifts are not just for you. Those gifts are to build your brother. It's to build your sister. It's to build the church of Jesus Christ. When you sit on those gifts, church, you rip off the body of Christ. What you're doing is you're stealing 
You're stealing from the church, amen, uh, on things that can build the church. Instead of growing, it's either going to stay still or decrease. Are, are you seeing the importance of why we got to use our gifts? So these are things to edify us and to build us, amen. Use your gifts and don't be afraid. If God has given you a gift, when you step out, the Holy Spirit will empower you to use those gifts. Can somebody say amen? amen. See, you got to understand that fear was not given to us to use. Fear is from the enemy. Come on. Confusion is from the enemy. Division is from the enemy. So anytime you see those kind of practices in a life, amen, or in a group or anything like that, then you got to know the enemy's at work. The enemy is bringing that in. That's why Paul goes on to tell Timothy in 2 Timothy 1.7, For God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power, of love, and a sound mind. Come on, somebody say power, love, and a sound mind. Come on, say it again. Power, love, and a sound mind. So you got, you got to have that inside your mind, amen, that when you're going uh, through seasons of fear, uh, when you're going through seasons uh, of being afraid, amen, uh, you got to say to yourself, you know what, God did not give me this spirit. Uh, I don't have a spirit of fear. Uh, I don't have a spirit of being afraid of, amen. Uh, I don't have a, 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 a mind of confusion because God has given me a, 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 power, a, a power, love, and a sound mind. You got to understand that, you know what, if the Holy Spirit is living inside of you, church, you got to know that you have power inside of you. You got to know that there's love inside of you and that God will give you a right mind. Can somebody say amen? It's yeah. so like a scripture, amen, in, in, uh, in uh, Romans, amen, that says, you know what, uh, that, that, that we need to be transformed by the what? The renewing of our minds. And when our minds are renewed, then we know what the will of God is for our lives. If you don't know what you need to do in the kingdom of God, then you've got to understand your mind still needs some transforming. Your mind still needs some clarity, amen. And the Holy Spirit helps us. I'm telling you, he'll help you to give you the right mind. Because all we're doing is thinking our own way. But when we allow the Holy Spirit to change this mind, clean our mind, then it brings clarity. When you got clarity, you know, you know God's will. And when you know God's will, then you understand the power that lies in, in the Holy Spirit. And when that power is lying inside of you, then he starts to give you gifts. And when you have those gifts, it helps you and also helps others. Can somebody say amen? amen. See, Timothy here at this passage of Scripture was feeling the opposition in using his gifts. In ministering the gospel, amen. He, as a leader, he was feeling the opposition. He was feeling a little intimidated. He was feeling a little afraid, amen. Uh, he was feeling a, a little fearful, amen, uh, of preaching the gospel and using his talents. Uh, and Paul here is reminding him, uh, come on, Timothy, come on. Uh, you're going to have to fan it into the flame. Uh, you're going to have to stir the gift that God has given you, amen, because he didn't give you that, that spirit of fear, uh, but of power, uh, love, and a sound mind, amen. Uh, so when you're going through a season, church, uh, where you feel the opposition, uh, because anytime you stand up uh, and want to do something, 
something for God. Let me tell you, the enemy will rise up as well, amen, and bring an opposition towards you. Come on, but that's when the testing come, and that's when you got to say, you know what, devil, get out of my way, amen. You cannot let fear start to become a resident in your life. You're going to have to stand in power, love, and a sound mind. Got to grab a hold of yourself. You got to think of those words, power, love, sound mind, power, love. Say that with me, sound mind, power, love, sound mind. See, when you start to think that, then, then you understand, you know what? There's power within me because the Holy Spirit's inside of me. And he brings with that, amen, love. And with that, he gives me the right mindset. See, Paul here urged Timothy to be bold again. Come on, Timothy, don't be timid. God didn't give you that spirit. God wants to use you. Come on, God has blessed you. God has given you gifts. And he said, you know what? Right now you're feeling the opposition. And Paul, his, his pastor, here he is, his pastor. Timothy's his disciple. And he's telling him and urging him, come on, Timothy, be bold again. See, in times of crisis, church, we must be bold. Come on, somebody. We must not let fear come in or, or let it when it comes knocking, amen. But you got to continue to stand in victory, amen, and minister the gospel without being afraid. Come on. A voice needs to be risen up, church. We cannot be timid as a church during this crisis. During what's going on right there, there's voices that are rising up right now. And, and we cannot be timid and say, well, we got to stand up and say, you know what? That's not right. That's wrong what you're doing there. That's wrong what you're saying there. you got to stand up because otherwise, if we allow them to speak, and then it, 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 it starts to grow. We have to do the right thing. Can somebody say amen? amen. Listen, when we allow people to intimidate us, we become ineffective, listen, for the kingdom of God. We become neutralized. There's a lot of Christians right now that are neutral. Come on. They're not going forward. They're not going backwards. They're just neutral. Come on. And when you are neutral, church, let me tell you, the enemy can push you anywhere he wants. Come on. Come on, church, we need to put... Get out of neutral, put yourself in drive, put your foot on the gas, and go forward, church. Come on, you got to go forward. Why are you cruising? Why are you putting it on neutral, amen? Come on, God did not raise us or, or put that spirit in us to be neutral. We're a people that always go forward. Come on, we go forward. That's why Paul said, you know what? I don't got this. I, I don't, I'm not perfect, amen. I, I haven't achieved it all, amen. I don't understand it all. But one thing I do, uh, he says, you know what? I put it on drive and I go forward, amen. I, I keep going forward, amen. I'm not going to put it neutral. I'm not going to look backwards. I'm going forward. Amen. Tell your neighbor, let's go forward. Let's go forward. Come on, tell your other neighbor, take it off of neutral. You guys have been cruising too much, amen. You don't want to use any gas. You don't want to do any work. All you want to do is just sit there. And whatever the wind blows, wherever it takes me, I'll go. Come on. Those are, those are neutral Christians there. Come on. God put us to, to, to put some gas, amen. Right? Give it the gas. Let's go forward, amen, or whatever. Heaven or bust for Jesus, right? We go forward, amen. God is looking right now for boldness. 
God is looking for boldness inside the church today. Uh, here, Timoth uh, Paul's telling Timothy, where's your boldness? Uh, why are you so timid? You used to be radical. Now you just sit there in neutral. You want pastor to push you? You want, you want brothers to push you? You want other sisters just to push you? Can you just push me over there? Okay. You know, we want to get pushed to church. We want to get pushed to this. But no one wants to put it on drive, give it some gas, and go forward. And we got to understand that we have help. I say we have help. Come on, we got each other, but we have the Holy Spirit, church, uh, that empowers us, uh, that helps us through uh, our situations, amen. Uh, the Holy Spirit can help us uh, to overcome uh, all fears, amen. Uh, he can overcome all viruses, amen. Uh, he can overcome what's going on in our nation today uh, and help us to step out and do what God is telling us to do. Uh, come on, we have no excuse, church. Uh, let's use the gifts for the kingdom of God, amen, and let's go forward word come on put it on drive and let's go church if you don't know what you're doing it's okay just go for it come on you guys used to go for it in the world right go 80 okay let's do it let's do it for jesus come on if we're going forward let me tell you he's going to take care of us come on you may go and that's faith guys you're going to have to just go forward in faith you're going to have to just drive in faith. Well, I, I can't see the road, road clearly. Just put it in faith and trust Jesus. Let's just go forward. Amen. Come on. Well, it's too dark. We, we can use all kinds of excuses, church. And that's why no one's growing. That's why people stay in neutral. No one wants to do anything. You want to just be served, served, served. And no one wants to serve. Even Jesus said, I didn't come to be served. I came to serve. And we, if we are to be examples of Jesus Christ and follow his example, then we ought to do the same thing. Come on. I didn't come to get served. I come to serve. What do you need help, Pastor? What do you need here? What do you need help in? Let me help you. I've come to serve. Come on, somebody. Get one hand clap for that. Amen. Wow. The Holy Spirit helps us, church. When you think you can't do it, you're thinking too much. Well, I don't know. And I don't know how I'm going to sound. Just, just do it. Just go for it. Just, just, just trust God. I don't know about it. I'm, I'm crazy enough to trust God. Come on. Let's get back into the radicalness of who we are, church. Things that you go out and just do. Come on. And just know that God's going to show up and just do something. Amen. So that we can continue to do God's work. See, Paul mentions three characteristics of an effective Christian leader. I'm here to let you know that all of you guys are leaders. You don't need a title to be a leader. Come on, you're a leader in your own home. You're a leader as, as a husband, as a wife over your children. You're a leader in your workplace. Come on, somebody. You're a leader wherever you go. You don't need a title. You don't need to be a leader in the church. You be a leader for God. Can somebody say amen? See, he gave us three characteristics to be an effective Christian leader. All you need is power, love, and a sound mind. Come on, you want to be a powerful leader in the kingdom of God? Then let love fill your heart. 
Come on, let, let love fill your whole life. Amen. And Father, walk around with a sound mind. These things are available to us. Why? Because the Holy Spirit lives in us. See, as we follow His lead each day, we will live out these characteristics in our lives. And all of us here will walk in power, in love, and in a sound mind. Amen? How many want to walk in that? You, you, you got to be radical. You can't just say, uh, maybe, no. You got to say, yeah, I want it. I want it. Come on. Who wants, who wants power in this place? Come on, hallelujah. Who wants more love? Amen? Come on. To, to, to want more love and to give more love. And who wants to have a right mindset? Come on. How many want to get rid of your stinking thinking? Get rid of this mindset of anger and rage and, and bitterness and, and all this stuff that the world has put upon us. Amen. We bring it into the church. And God says, I want to transform your mind. I want to give you a good mindset. Amen. And we come in just still thinking the same way. I don't know about you, but I want change. I want transformation. Amen. I want some power. I want some love. And I want a sound mind. Can somebody say amen? Amen. Let me close with this, amen. Romans chapter 8, verse 15. It says, For you did not receive, listen, the spirit of bondage again to fear, but you will receive the spirit of adoption whom we cry out, Abba, Father. See, we don't need to live in fear anymore, church, because we belong to the King. Can somebody say amen? Amen. We are God's children. We are adopted children. We are co-heirs in the kingdom of God. And God has already given us his best gifts. Amen. His son, come on somebody. If it wasn't for Jesus, amen, none of us would be here. The Holy Spirit, which he gave and sent, amen, on, our, on his behalf when he went back to the Father to help us and to guide us. We have received forgiveness. Come on, somebody say hallelujah. And eternal life. Come on, we get to live with Jesus forever. Come on, somebody. He encourages us to ask him whatever we need. He says, ask. Whatever you need, ask. And I'll give it to you. Do you ask? Or do you complain? God is telling us, ask. Whatever it is. We're his sons. We're his daughters. We're co-heirs in the kingdom of God. Everything that belongs to daddy, belongs to papa, belongs to me. Hallelujah. It belongs to you. And so if you want peace of mind, ask him. You want more wisdom and understanding? Ask him. Want more knowledge and more, more, more uh, 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 direction in making the right decisions? Ask him. But tonight, what we need to do is what we need to ask for, for some power and some love and a sound mind. Come on, we cannot let things that go on in the world, what's happening around us right now, bring fear inside of us. We need to stay bold, church. Come on, we should not freak out. We should not, this should not alarm us. God is with us. No, we can panic over a virus. We can panic over the racial tension that's going on right now. 
or you can or you can stand and, and, and believe who you are. You're a son and a daughter of the Most High. And nothing is going to happen to me. Just like it said on that, what, that verse, amen, what, what, what can man do to me? God is my helper, and I will not fear. We've got to be bold, church, and, and especially in the times, you know, this is nothing right now. If you're panicking over this stuff, you ain't going to last what's to come. And if you don't know who you are in the kingdom of God, and you don't start to fan in those gifts inside and stir up those gifts within you, then the enemy will have a field day with you. You'll let fear come in. Confusion will come in. Doubt will start to come in. And, and, and depression comes in. All kinds of stuff starts to come in because all that's from the enemy. But God did not give this up. He gave us power, love, and a sound mind. And here Paul tells Timothy and reminds him, come on, guy, be bold again. Come on. Be bold again. I tell you, be bold again. Let's get radical again. Let's be who we are, who we belong to. Let's act like children of God along the way. Can somebody say amen? amen. This is what we need to do. Amen? Praise the Lord. Amen. Let's bow our heads right now. Hallelujah. We want to pray tonight. We want to pray for those online with us. Amen. God bless you guys for joining us. But maybe you're out there today. Or maybe you're here this morning, uh, tonight, here in this, in, this, in this house right now. And right now you, you can say to yourself, I'm, I'm not saved, Pastor. Or maybe you were once serving the Lord and now you're not saved anymore. Or you're backslidden. Or maybe this is the first time you're hearing the message and you know what, you heard it before, but you never made that commitment. Maybe tonight's your night. Come on, instead of living in the world of fear, let's live in the world of power, love, and a sound mind with God. And if you're out there today, and if you're here tonight, if that's you today, can you do me one favor? Can you pray this prayer with me? And I'm going to pray with you, and I'm going to lead it. And then we're going to come in agreement here in the church. Amen. We're going to pray along with you here. And if you're here today, we, we want to agree with you as well. So I want you to bow your heads and say this. Lord, I come to you as a sinner, and I need a Savior, Lord. I believe with all my heart that you left heaven. You walked this earth. You died on that cross for me. I believe that the blood that you shed wipes away all my wrong. And I believe that on that third day, you rose again to give me victory. Jesus, I repent of my ways. And I ask you, Lord, to come into my life, come into my heart, my mind and soul, and be the Lord and Savior of it from this day forward. Jesus, send your Holy Spirit, the helper that will empower me to walk my walk. And Lord, I thank you for saving me today. In Jesus' mighty name, and everyone says, amen. Come on, give the Lord some praise, amen. Hallelujah, hallelujah. If you said that prayer tonight, and that's you out there online, or if you're here today, anyone here today? Raise your hand. Praise the Lord. But if you're out there today and you said that prayer, I want you to do me one favor. I want you to just say, I said the prayer right there. Can you just type it in? You'll attach your name to it. And I'm here to let you know that I'll look at this and I will pray for you personally. That God will be with you. Amen.
I want you, I just want to welcome you to the family of God. Amen. Uh, you are sons and daughters of the kingdom. You have been adopted. Amen. And you are reborn. Amen. Today is your birthday and all heaven is rejoicing and celebrating over you, over this decision you made. So we, we, we rejoice with you. So if that's you. Just say, I said the prayer and I, I just want to pray for you. Amen. So I do that. Amen. And, uh, and we'll agree on that. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Right now, we're going to say goodbye to you guys out there on in TV land or online. Amen. And we're just going to ask God to uh, be with you guys. Come on back. Amen. We'll be here on Sunday at 11 a.m. And so we'll see you soon. Amen. God bless you. We love you guys. We miss you guys. Hope to see you soon. God bless you.